0: That's cool shit, man.
1: I'm not afraid, but also that's because I. Well, you got to embrace it. We we don't have no choice, right? We have no choice. Unless we move out
0: to the woods and like hide or something like that. But that's what kind of life is that? I never got into like the lowrider bike thing,
1: but yeah, there's a culture behind. There's a culture. You know, there's also there's a culture behind Gearbuds. You singing a freaking song at us?
0: Singing a freaking song. It's episode 198. (laughs) I had to think about it for a second.
1: Oh, you got there. Nice. We got there to Gearbuds podcast episode, as Dave said, 198. That's right. Don't be late. 198. That's such a great eight number two away from a big one we don't have to get that ahead yeah, of ourselves just yet. maybe might asteroids be, hit
0: might be big surprises we don't even know what's coming <laughs> but. the big surprise being that nothing comes <laughs> we just haven't for another episode. Episode. probably most likely just like this episode that's
1: about to come at you yeah, let's just get into the freaking symphony of corrections and your weekly reminder cables are tone tubes and your weekly thanks for listening to this dang old podcast. Mm. This heap of heap of bits and bites on the internet keeping us alive over here. Oh, phew. you can I couldn't have said it better myself, bud. Follow us on the stuff. Subscribe on the stuff. Email us at the stuff Gearbuds Podcast at gmail.com. I actually haven't checked that in a little bit, so you know who knows. There's probably important stuff in there. <laughs> but uh, you know what? If you if you're interested in, in any buying any stuff, a lot of it's selling, folks. My my Gearbuds uh, Reverb Shop has. Some dwindling supplies. You know,
0: that's a tip. Uh, if there's any, if there's a really urgent message that you need to get to Hank, uh, just message him on reverb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just going to start giving that out. Here's the uh, uh, Re- reverb.com reverb. slash shop slash gearbuds is my bit. personal contact info forever, yes. for the rest of the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to throw my phone away. <laughs> uh, also, also, dude, I do have both. Actually, a few rare finds of the week and a rare foot of the week combination. Okay, so I'm very
0: excited about and that. And thank you for sending one of your feet this week, which we'll get into. But oh, you sent me a foot this week, <laughs> so thank you. The big old croc on there,
1: <laughs> crock of shit oh okay here's we're gonna start with i think probably the rarest thing that we're gonna talk about today cool which is we talked about it already you and me buddy but there is a Dumble overdrive special serial number 023x on the old reverb right now and this one's extra special because it was built specifically for blackbird studios in nashville in the late 90s which means that's been used on probably i don't even know like a thousand hits yeah right it's a it's a, i think it's the way it's set up it's in a head shell right now but then it also comes with another combo shell that has a speaker in there so you could swap the amp back and forth uh, it's got the evh um or i'm sorry the ev evm 12 l speaker in there uh what they in what they call a vumble speaker cabinet i haven't seen that before but i'm guessing mm-hmm. there's something to that um apparently i wanted to mention this too in the listing the guy talked about how it really sounds amazing with a 4x 12 Celestian gold goldback combination mm-hmm. and I just don't think I've ever played four of those elnico golds yeah they usually in
0: a, like it's a, a usually G20 one
1: or two or yeah. one or two actually in fact the balthazar has a elnico gold in there oh really yeah but I've never played four, four 12 of those that sounds that freaking must have been amazing, the, like man. the setup in the studio or something yeah or one of the options I exactly think. uh but you gonna buy it dude yeah I'm thinking about. It. I mean, it also does come with the, the '80s era dumbelator, which you didn't know what that was, mm-hmm. and that's their extra special, fancy pantsy, freaking effects loop
0: situation. Yeah, I had no idea. What I was like, what which is which if extra you see thing? those,
1: those are multiple thousands of dollars really? on their own. Yeah, I and mean, they're just they're just a, a very smartly thought out active effect effects loop. Effect loop uh, but it's bundled separately. You have to power it separately. That that's kind of annoying. Uh, did you happen to rem- do you ever remember what they were asking for? Half a million dollars? It was it was, quite, it was, it was nearly, around there. Right? It was nearly half half a million, billies It was four hundred and seventy-four
0: thousand dollars.
1: And imagine, I don't think there was a ball button either.
0: No, hell no, dude. They want the real cash for that. And imagine buying it and being like, oh, and I'm paying Chicago tax on top of it. You know? Oh, my God. Just slap another 11% on there. Holy shit. I was going to ask you this. I do have a question about the Dumble. And if you owned one, let's say, just hypothetically. Oh, God, yeah. And you wanted to get it serviced. Would Is it like a Ferrari? Would you have to take it to like a specialist or would you just take it to a tech? I mean, obviously, a trusted tech would have to be involved. Right. But I wonder if like you took it to like a place that, you know, a normal place we would go. And the guy would be like, oh, I'm not going to work on this, dude. This is like a little too a little too rich for my blood sort of situation.
1: I, I would accept nothing less than doing an intensive workshop for, for myself sure. where I go and learn how to service right. electronics and then learn every single thing about it. Yeah. And then, and then assess the issue and then decide whether or not I would pay someone else to right. do it. And you also I mean? be like,
0: I'm going to stand next to you while you work on yeah, this. Yeah, because we'll... It, it's half freaking million dollar amp. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't just drop it off at Joe Schmo's repair shop and hope that he does you're, a good job for. You're bucks. right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's
1: definitely it's like you know it's like a you know owning whatever a 720s is at minimum fifty thousand dollars a year in right. service fees. So it's I think it's the same thing with it. I mean, amp I would like imagine this.
0: too that this lived in a studio, so I'm sure they had like the same technician checking it out once a year, yeah. or whatever it was, you know. So
1: and Blackbird is
0: Blackbird. Yes, yeah, so. you know they got the top. Totalling. and I do want to actually I,
1: I have to take this opportunity to as with the, as we are in the symphony of corrections correct the fact that I was I mean we talked about this I don't even know a couple weeks ago and Alexander Dumble, Dumble did pass away mm. uh, we, we definitely yeah. th- we thought that he was might still be alive but no unfortunately and, and, I, and only because we were wrong about that recently do I want to correct that <laughs> so uh, yeah he did he did in fact pass away I'm trying to oh dude I have, um, I have a
0: symphony of correction for myself that I misspoke a few episodes ago we were talking about Eric Johnson and I was like, he has a jazz bass, right? Like a signature jazz bass. And you're like, no, it's a Strat or something yeah. like that. Uh, jo- James Johnston is the the bass player I was thinking of, who has Justin s- Meldel Johnson. No, James Johnston. Who's that? He's like a bass player in this. Uh, it's a pretty obscure band. I can't even think of the name. Okay. And they were some British band. He's like, he's only like 40. I'm kind of like, who is this guy? I had to look him up. Well, and it's a jazz bass. It's a yeah, it's a nice jazz bass with like a matching headstock. Hmm nice placid blue so i got my johnson's johnson gotcha. and johnston's mixed up johnson and Johnston. And for that i apologize to our j and j hardcore fans yeah we you know we, we do our best yeah.
1: but especially we do our best you know what to make it right when we get it wrong that's right and there it is so I just want to say that, but yeah, that's a, that's a very expensive dumble right there. Yeah, dude.
0: Uh, hey, I was going to ask you this yes. about, cause we kind of had that theory or maybe at least I did of like very expensive instruments being put on suspension when they get uploaded to reverb. Cause we have seen a few that were like in the 50,000, a hundred thousand yeah. range. Did this ever get, have you watched it closely? I've checked in on it a couple just, of times. It's, 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 still there, it's still there today. Cool.
1: Yeah. Cool. Probably. I, I didn't actually know that now that we're saying it, I didn't, I didn't even bother to can't remember who's selling it. I think, I no, I did look, and it, and it wasn't Blackbird themselves. Oh, it's not the studio selling it. No, so okay. uh, that was, the, yeah, that's, that's yeah, it, it but it must, I like guess it has dealer. provenance, right? They, like, they, they're, they you know, they can prove things about it. And sure. Serial, there's, you know, it's number twenty zero two three x so and, like, creepy. there's a lot of them out there, but uh, you know, another th- a lot of, a lot of there's nothing, no, not stuff there in the again. things? You know, another thing that there's not a lot of? This next Rare Find of the Week. Yeah. Which is a 1968 69 Tele. Okay. Fender, if you're fancy. Heard of those. Belonging to legendary actor and guitar collector, Malcolm
0: McDowell. Oh, yeah. How funny was that photo? That's like the the picture when you click on it. It's just him holding the guitar. With his foot right up in the with front a, of the frame. With a foot and a stone cold look on his face.
1: Coolest dude. Yeah.
0: How crazy is that? Uh, somebody made an offer amazing. on that today, actually. I got, I I the, got, 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 got the, the notification. Because, you know, I'm watching this guitar Obviously. for some reason, but... uh yeah, well, it's sold. it's
1: not that exp- I mean for for that Italy, it's a little overpriced you're paying Malcolm McDowell tax. You are.
0: And it comes with like his autograph or something. Yeah, so but
1: they they do claim that in that is an incredible player uh original rewound pickups and original case and you get pictures of freaking Malcolm <laughs> McDowell <laughs> McDow-
0: looking way cooler than you will ever look playing that guitar. And is it did they say if it's like him selling it or if he like gave it to a dealer to sell or something like that? I wonder if it's his actual account. Like, can we message him right now? It, no, they say they they bought it from the ah, original that's owner. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, check out the listing, everybody who's listening, because the photo itself, I think, is just just it, it amazing. Do, in 10k.
1: I mean, that's really you know you it could have been a lot more
0: expensive. Sure, than that. sure. Yeah, I mean, 60s telly, you yeah. know, post CBS or or I, I yeah. should say just in CBS, a, a CBS era, just CBS. for sure.
1: Uh, there was one other one I we, we didn't actually talk about it, but. Uh, Reverb was pimping it themselves this week as a rare find. The one of the very first Gibson electric bases they ever made. I saw that the EB yeah. one though. It belonged
0: to somebody, right? Jack Bruce Oh, w- like
1: uh, I don't, I don't know actually. Damn. I don't, I didn't see that on. Yeah, there. they did a whole article about it. Okay, right? I, 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 I perused. I, I thought I read the article. I didn't see anything. Didn't I mean, that. they talked about other sort of comparison stuff. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't catch. Maybe, didn't it, catch maybe yeah,
0: I might have been crossing wires on that, but
1: uh yeah first one ever made right early 1954 so th- that's that puts it around the first that would have been made pretty so, cool it's, you know it's it's always impossible to say like yeah like what was number, number, one. The number one but very very close to that yeah. which is kind of neat i wanted to get
0: my grubby paws on that thing
1: man oh, original case actually and it's got those real real skinny vintage frets on there
0: and did that have the tiny little tuners on it or was that something else no that was another bass i sent you this week that was a Hofner. Where it had like literally like ukulele tuners on it, and I was like, "There's no way this thing's." Were they time. were they banjo style tuners? I'm trying they to really, picture They really Yeah, they were. Were they, they went straight back or they, they, did uh, they still? They come went off to the sides, side. but it had like I mean, the little like gear was so small. Oh, it was on a Hofner. Yeah. I said it, like it was like early '60s. I was like, I, the bass sounded Def awesome, Hoff. but uh, damn, dude, I don't know how that thing would stay in tune.
1: Yeah, I can't remember actually. I I thought I I thought I wrote it down. I don't remember. I didn't. See. Oh no, you, you know that's right. I went to see how much it cost, and it, it had already been sold. And oh the, wow! And the list, and it's it was one of those posts where like you go, you click to it, and it, and it like doesn't even allow you to see yeah. any, any information so that about it or just anything went. like that. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that's that. It was really strange. Well, hopefully someone's playing. It. Pretty neat to pretty neat to see. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Oh, what else do we got? Oh, we do. We've got. I got gear jail. Send them out. All right. Um, uh, every, this is just like a, a, a Reverb episode right here because it's about another Reverb listing that I saw which was for I don't think I even sent you this I think what, what Happened was I was in the middle of a, like Sending you a bunch of links and you not responding So I didn't, wasn't going to send a bunch more on top <laughs> right. of it to, like, I know I, I do that sometimes I'm like he's probably working Yeah right so this was They, uh, they refer to it as one of the Four original proof pickups For the Gibson 57 classic model pickup Which that's pretty cool It's, you know, so obviously Gibson sells and and puts in many of their sort of like, I guess, you know, classic style guitars, Mm -hmm. the 57 classic pickup. That's just like one of their tried and true pickup designs. Right. right? right. And so this is what they're claiming to be one of the four original proof pickups that they made. So it's like what they were going to base all the pickups on. Exactly. And they claim, and I don't, I mean, I don't know how you really verify this, that this is the only documented example of the original four, you know, to survive. So is it old? No. So this is a, this is a more recent. I was going to say, yeah, because the
0: 57 is like a reissue pickup or something. Right.
1: And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a really neat,
0: it's a really neat, you know, piece of ephemera. Sure. And I'm actually surprised that anybody would even sell something like that, I guess, you know? Yeah.
1: But here's, here's why I think, here's why I'm talking gear jail. Did you? Oh, you don't. You didn't see that. One, I, I didn't see why. the
0: listing. No, hit me. Why don't you
1: just tell me what you th- what do you think the price is? Oh, oh,
0: geez, man, it's one pickup, not yeah. a set. Uh, I'm gonna say they were asking like two grand on it.
1: So they originally had it listed at ten thousand, and dropped down to seven point five. Which, just to put it into context, you can buy a, anybody can buy a pickup that sounds identical to this as this is the proof pickup for for these ones that now now for between 135 and $150 right. you're like oh, and that's like new you could get these used for cheap, cheaper than that totally I think that's a little 7.5 thousand 775 Mm-mm. hundies Mm-mm. i don't know man that I'm felt that felt like that felt like that felt like at least a trial toss him a
0: ball dude i'm a hundred bucks for it. i don't want it I've z- <laughs> yeah, I don't really I honest, i'll be honest they're not my favorite well, sony pickups that's kind of the funny thing about it you're like you know, I could see if it was an original, you know, 58 burst pickup or something like something crazy like that. You know, you'd be like, okay, I could see getting a lot of money or an original prototype mm-hmm. from like the factory in the 50s. Like that's, that'd be fucking cool.
1: Oh, and that, so you can, if you look as I, as I tend to do at just what PAF, you know, original PAF prices yeah. are, are, are right now, what? you can find some, it depends on if it's all original, if they've been rewound, Let's say yada, all yada, original, yada, not rewound. Uh. A single pickup, you're you're talking ten thousand right. dollars, eight to ten eight yeah. to ten thousand dollars. Now I've seen I've seen sets also in that range. I've seen like full, uh, you know, looms with the whole shebang and all the wiring. Sure, in, sure. Uh, maybe in that range as well. So yeah. you know the prices obviously have gone up,
0: which on makes everything. sense on a guitar that would be, you know, but yeah, you
1: you could go look right now and see someone yeah. asking five figures mm-hmm. for a PAF. So. This you're putting the 57 classic prototype in the same category as that's hilarious the most famous desirable yeah. pickup of all time. Was
0: the description like check it out this one of a kind? Blah, blah, like was it he was he all pumped to sell it like that? I oh yeah like, this oh is, yeah this is you 11%. know this
1: like playing up the history mm-hmm. integral part of look and sound of Gibson's golden period of historic reissue guitars uh it was designed by i mean tom holmes is a famous person yeah. so, and he designed it so of course you know there's something to be said for that and ba- and it was based
0: on examples of genuine
1: 1950 pas but I, so dude. funny dude
0: yeah i'd be like okay maybe like a few hundred bucks it's a cool thing to have but it's not going to sound any better than the ones that they made from that prototype either right no
1: it, can't, it I, it's cooler yeah but i don't <laughs> so, think you'd put it in a guitar would you no, that's like you know. I and, guess, and, if, and it has a cover, but the cover's not attached, so you have to like. Oh. Re, you have to attach the cover. Yeah, too.
0: I feel like that's just something that'd be like, oh, it's kind of neat that I have this like on my workbench, like in a little one of those baseball like clear. Or, things yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. in some
1: sort of little, little uh, gold or uh, clear case or something. Geometric like. uh
0: case. Yeah, yeah, maybe it spins around in circles or something with a battery. Yeah, just spin dude.
1: around in circles.
0: We need a sound bite that's just like chink. You know the. Uh,
1: <laughs> yep. Like the fr- I, I'm just gonna go sample it straight from Conair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else do we got, dude? Oh, you uh, you told me about you made some you made some uh more more little well, upgrades, I guess one might say, to your jazz bass. I wanted to I wanted to. Bring oh, with the neck. With the neck.
0: Yeah, I decided to sand off the uh, lacquer on the back of an already refinished neck before everybody freaks and, out and and before, but well, I mean, they can freak out a little bit if they want because I want to ask, yeah, what, you,
1: what year is this neck? 62. 19, yeah. It's a December of sixty-two. So it's 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 the the desirable. It is. It's neck. not the
0: slab board, so it's not like the you know. It's a veneer. Yeah, they really change the shape, but um, no, man, yeah, I was I, look, I found some some. Uh, quadruple zero steel wool which yeah. is what you're supposed to use if you're gonna go about doing Qua-da, it. um and i've actually been meaning to do it for a long time well on that 69 it's got a pretty sticky neck too mm-hmm. so at first i was like all right i'm just gonna do this to that and that neck's already fucked anyways so it's gonna need repair so i was like yeah fuck it
1: it was not that's nice you actually did have you a little bit of a test subject that you want to go so you i went. hit
0: that and i was like i like this and i'm like man that the 62 neck's been refinished so you can't I mean, unless I did something insane, like like shave it down and like change the profile, or really sand like through the wood or something like that, you really can't mess it up. And you know, you don't don't use a lot of pressure. You just glide it, long take strokes. your time with it, super long strokes. Um, and dude, I got. It was kind of crazy how much
1: those are those you can apply those bits of knowledge to other facets of your life and you'd be well. Served yeah, just take your just time, time with things, people. Long strokes, uh,
0: long strokes, take your time, breathe. Um, and I would say, honestly, a lot of the darkness and grain kind of came out from behind it. So I'm very happy with the results. I was playing it before I came over here, actually. Um, now, I will say this. I, I also have looked into if you've ever have you ever. Sanded the back of a neck on anything before? You know what I did
1: do when I was, and I could show you my work, my handiwork, <laughs> when I was probably 12? Mm, mm-hmm. I had read about that thing yeah. the thing that could players the gloss did, off, they And of it. I took a straight razor to the back of my Epiphone oh, acoustic dear. guitar's neck because it had like a big, thickle yeah. poly on big, there. thick poly. And I scraped yeah. that off. And it actually made it a. Oh, thousand times better Oh, so once you I like literally shaved i just off. took like long wow. yeah long long strokes that's wild and
0: uh I, yeah i'll show you remind me after we're done i'll show so you the difference i would say in the next step would be which i'm i don't think i'm going to go this far because if you if you ever play where i just if you came and played the jazz bass right now you'd be like oh it feels a lot better it's softer but if you play it enough it's going to gunk up again what you're really supposed to do which i don't think i'm going to take it this far is you can get true oil or something and like oil that it and oil it up oil it up which little gun stock? Yeah. Oil. So, and I don't think I'm going to do all that. But um, yeah. I I don't know. I was just kind of like I'm just gonna. I found this piece of thing. You know what I might actually do too. Hmm. I and mean, you're not going to like this luster. No, no. Not, and that was the. I think the thing I texted you today too. I was like, I wouldn't even think of doing this to the Les Paul, or even my Fender Strat. You know, which is a made in Japan, very thick poly mm-hmm. on the back of the neck, because I just some some instruments just it doesn't need to be done, and it's and especially a Les Paul. <laughs> That's just an elegant feeling guitar. Dropping bombs. It takes off. It takes off some elegance. Yes.
1: Oh
0: wow. I feel like, and dude. Now, I love that. And now your custom is a different story because that thing's like a total road dog. It's a like rock, badass rock and rock roll, rock machine. machine. Totally. Like you need a black denim vest to wear with it or something. I, I need to cut the sleeves off. That's my, what I'm saying. Black dude. denim jacket. Do it. Um, do, it. <laughs> do it. So I wouldn't do that to the Les Paul. But what I what I was actually thinking of doing was taking it to the already refinished in white poly bedliner and taking it to the body and, and 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 sanding around and smoothing out some of the gloss and some of the i don't think it's gonna be
1: the body i don't know if it's you're gonna have as smooth it's gonna be experience. different results yeah yeah because it's not the same it might material. it might fuck it up
0: i know and that's why i haven't done it and i don't think i'm going to but <laughs> i thought about it um because that honestly that finish is going nowhere and i did also think about it i really want to pay someone to strip the finish off that thing dude i think i i've, I've, I've I've come to the point where I'm tired of looking at the white bed liner. I want to see what's underneath. I want to see if we can carefully remove the finish on top, which I know can be done if you take and it. And just through. take it down to natch? No, no, no. Uh, it's got charcoal frost underneath it.
1: Oh, but oh, that's going to be so hard because you don't know what what happened in the interaction between that and how long has been there. Yeah, and, exactly. Like there's you're there's no there's, there's a no chance way. you're not going to be able to just get that original finish
0: back. True. From there. Um, so John has that old Jazzmaster. It's like a 60, I think uh-huh. when he bought that, it was painted in black house paint. He took it to Ben at Rock and Roll Vintage. They were able to strip the house paint and you can see the two tone sunburst underneath. It does have a lot of like strips where the grain is yeah, showing. Exactly. It's not a perfect job, yeah, right. obviously. Uh, it still looks fucking badass. Yeah, it's you know cooler to feel and stuff. I don't think I'll take it that far, but uh, dude, it's,
1: charcoal it's on that thing, oh baby, that's Ooh, the original, mama the original
0: guitar that that was it was an all. Okay, I, cha- I changed my mind. Sixty
1: five charcoal frost. Let's, let's do it with the matching head. Let's do it. Yeah, I think you. I think we need to make, oh, matching headstock. It had well, not on the sixty two. Yeah, right. you know,
0: it's a it's a mutt. Yeah, but uh, yeah, with the body's what year? Sixty five. Yeah, I called it sixty two because the neck well the neck. We, we
1: we had a deep lengthy philosophical discussion about this probably 100 episodes ago yeah. about what makes the guitar yeah, is I, it the neck is it the in my opinion both, if you have a
0: 62 body and a brand new neck that's not a 1962 guitar i'm sorry to tell you the, the yeah. neck has to be to me the neck has to be
1: which is interesting because it's a phenomenon you only occur that uh, you only find occurring in bolt-ons very, very, yes. very rarely you'll find, f- you know, a set neck that's been changed. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. That's almost always bolt title. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's the update there. So let's, we, let's be careful, people. Shit off. Long strokes, take your breath. So mu-
1: I have so much this is random gonna be g- good- goodness today, for the symphony today, and I just want to go through all of it because there's all good stuff in
0: here. I'm so excited to get to the, gonna, the elephant in the room. The, but... I know, the
1: elephant that's sitting next to you, and we're gonna, <laughs> that's what we're going to spend most of the future gear Great. talking about, to be honest. Wait. But we've, I, dude, there's still so much stuff I wanted to get to let's, let's hit let's it, man. Just talk about it. Uh, I started playing a new video game that is relevant to discuss really? on the freaking Gear Buds podcast.
0: I do remember the one you had where the guy had the guitar, the little yeah. kid, and you were, like walk back and forth. Yeah, and
1: stuff. this one. Uh, so this one is a much different experience, okay. but all uh, probably even more badass and amazing. I think it's it's a ga- new game that just came out called Hi-Fi Rush okay and it's i I think it might be xbox exclusive if we've got game pass it's on there i do um i'm not sure if it's on the one you know what i mean i'm I'm not sure it could be but it's so it's this sort of you know uh 3d third person action sort of game where you know you're like the the view is that of you you'd expect you know sort of like grant gta or something like that style Mm -hmm. video game but it's really based around music and so it's okay. this like future or i don't know maybe a hundred years in the, or in the future or something like that there's like all sorts of robotics and shit that's cool. going on in the world and but it's all very funny and live uh, lively it's almost sort of anime in the way that it's uh, drawn and animated and and honestly the visuals are freaking stunning in this game you, i should actually show it to you yeah dude and so you know you you like it's an action game where you've got to like fight guys and stuff but the cool thing about it is that you you're this kid and he gets this procedure where he like accidentally gets this like sort of shitty iPod thing uh, implanted, implanted. in his chest yeah. and then he gets his robot arm <laughs> and the robot arm can magnetize stuff and and when he gets goes into like fighting mode yeah it magnetizes it into a weapon which I, as far as I can tell they're gonna change but right now all I have access to is a flying V like an actual and you swing it around and so it's, but it, it it's, it's interesting. I don't know. It's really interesting. It's like when you're in the game, it looks like a flying V, but it's all these like metallic parts, like pipes and stuff like you like magnetize everything that's around oh, you, cool. like gears and shit. Yeah, and right. it like just looks like a Gibson flying yeah. V. I read an article saying that they are actually Epiphones in the game, but I can't. I've never seen like
0: like it Epiphone might have been like a partnered kind of thing. Right? Like
1: I, I'm pretty sure it's all official instruments, and, yeah. and and I think it might be spoilers for me because I haven't gotten this yet. But it sounds like according to this article, there's also an Explorer 335 and SG in the game, dude.
0: Which I think the Explorer would be your best. Your it's best
1: so awesome, and weapon. so. But the the other really cool thing about it is that the the game, uh, like especially like in boss fights, mm-hmm. plays like a music video like a nine inch Nails song comes on yeah. and then like on the bottom left corner of the screen it's like nine inch nails you know the song right. title and it yeah, runs and everything. across the bottom and it's and it's cinema cinema like uh, cinematically beautiful. cinematically beautiful just I gotta like that check this out dude yeah it's really cool and in like obviously so like i said it has nine inch nails it has like black keys or some big all like official soundtracks. Not all of it though. So like the main gameplay
0: It's just like this composer music kind of and
1: it's and it the gameplay deeply interacts with the music. And so it's the only game like this that's not like guitar hero or something that I've ever played Mm -hmm. where you've in order to be good at it, like you can, you can not do this, I guess, but like I don't know why you would because that's how you play the game. But you've got to tap your foot to the music that's happening oh. and time your attacks.
0: Oh, wow. To the Almost rhythm like of a the game. garage or rock band style. Kind of, but, but you, you're still just like running around like GTA. Dude, I got it. Yeah. I'm going to, when I yeah. get home, remind me of this game. Hi-Fi i rush. see if I can download it.
1: It's it's pretty sweet, man. And like I said, it's if you have Game Pass, you just you know I do. And you have access yeah, to it. I guess I'll see. It's really good. And I and and I'm not much of a a reviews. Man, like I don't, I don't base my opinions on numbers that you have people sign. Well, that's not what I was gonna say, but I, maybe. But uh, <laughs> I, what I'm, what I was gonna say is that I did look up reviews on this yeah. one, and it is being universally loved. Like it's like nines, nine and a half. Sounds tens. super fun. People man. are really digging it. It's really funny and and fun. And uh, like I said, yeah, it's it's there's a lot of guitars in it. So Damn, and do like everything about it is 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 sort of thematic with guitar too. It's like all the different combos and attacks that you do are yeah. all named after shit. Like really, like it's like one moves a stomp box. And one move is a tune up, and like literally stuff like that. No you, shit. You build, one of your meters that you build up is called the reverb meter, yeah. And that's once once you build up a full reverb meter, then you then you get to do a power chord, sure. which is like your special attack, <laughs> dude. It's like all it's that's it's super cool.
0: That's so gear buddy and nerdy. It's I super love it, dude.
1: it's soup's gear buddy, and what? it's also soup's fun. Like, yeah, I'm just like genuinely enjoying the gameplay with it. Uh, I'm
0: praying they have it for uh, X yeah It's yeah. real.
1: It's real fun. Go yeah. check it out, Halfa Roosh. Oh god, there's so there's so much stuff. What do I got on here? Oh, a couple charity updates that we've talked about that, uh, where they were doing uh, guitar auctions. Mm, yeah, cool. I wanted to follow up on uh, because we talked about one that was a big one that was going on that actually finally happened this past Sunday was for the Music Cares Charity Relief Auction, which was, you know, Music Cares does a lot of stuff with music education mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which we've uh, talked about a lot. Uh, and it's, it supports the health and welfare of those in the music com- community. Uh, there were a lot of cool guitars that were sold. There was a uh, 2022 Joe Perry Signature Gibby, which was a Les Paul. Les Paul, okay. uh, Played on stage and signed by the musician. Uh, that sold for Dave. What do you think? Oh,
0: man. It was just a signature, guitar, but signed by him. 2022, a uh, stage played. Oh, stage played. Uh, dang, dude. Uh, I'm gonna say 20 G's. Dude, good guess. 25. Okay.
1: Yeah, that was t- that was at the top of the line. There was a uh, signature slash uh, signed by uh, Slash himself uh, for 22. Um, oh, there was also one signed by all five members of Fleetwood Mac, including obviously the recently deceased uh, Christine McVie. Yeah. Uh, that sold for 19,000. Uh, there was, for some reason an Ozzy signed Gibson SG which like it seems like that's a you know he I'm sure he, I'm sure he can hammer away at a guitar but the Ozzy is not known for He's not a guitar, guitar. Pro, yeah
0: you're kind of like that's just more for the signature uh, right?
1: yeah Don Felder 2010 Les Paul Hotel Hotel California that's 1959 cool. reissue signed by or accompanied by a signed music sheet of the song which is kind of That's neat. really cool yeah yeah uh, a bunch of other cool stuff but I was something I wanted to mention uh, was that the that The guitars were not the most expensive items that sold at this auction. Okay. The most expensive item was a pair of white Nike Air Max sneakers owned, worn, and signed by Eminem. Okay. What do you think that these shoes sold for, Dave? Uh
0: 70 grand. Ooh,
1: that's a you're you're a big Eminem fan. Uh 40,600. Okay. Yeah. For I mean a, for a pair. Of M- I did just M- watch 6. 8 Mile last week, so <laughs> <laughs> the Movie holds up, dude. It's pretty good. Still got pumped up at the end. You gave it your yearly rewatch? Yeah, i did Uh oh, there was also recently uh the Metallica they they held their Helping Hands benefit show which we talked about was coming up. Right. And it turns out they raised 3 million that's cool for the uh, for the charity and also during the event they uh, played with St. Vincent
0: oh I did see something about that which yeah. I haven't
1: I haven't I don't know I if haven't watched any like video anything, of it but I but saw. I like, really want to see that because yeah. that sounds interesting I think she even did a Metallica cover at one point she was on like one of those Metallica cover albums oh like, cool I'm pretty sure uh, but it yeah it's sold out of Microsoft Theater in LA uh, it goes directly to the all within my hands foundation which uh, supports workforce education, the fight against hunger, disaster relief, and other critical local services. Which was nice, man. A very good thing. I love that stuff. I know you do. Um, you know what I don't love? Hmm. Have you been paying attention to the Pink Floyd situation that's going on right now?
0: I've heard some things. It's it's wild. Yeah, dude. It, 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 this this sucks for me because I fucking love that band. Yeah,
1: I grew. They're I just in don't my love top. Love that band. Probably my
0: like of like. Old bands, they're in like my top four easily. Dude, I, I, we, we, do we have to call them Pinko Floyd now?
1: Roger Waters is a- acting as mind, a fucking dude. ambassador for Russia. Like, what is mind. happening?
0: Yeah, I don't know. He's He's his mind. re-recording Dark Side that's, of the Moon by himself? That's the craziest part. What the fuck? Which which did I read that right? He's just gonna do spoken word vocals over the whole thing.
1: Oh, I didn't catch that. That's what I read. I heard him I, I heard he's that he was like, Well, I another... play everything. I'm like the, I'm amazing at everything. And he's ha- so yeah, he's it.
0: gonna re record it. And then I swear I saw something that said he's going to do all spoken word vocals or some shit. The guy's lost his mind. Wow, yeah. I did not know that. That makes me hate it even more, and I and I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to talk about it, man, because Pink Floyd. It just bums me out, dude. It's I I just I like it
1: escalated so quickly because yeah. he'd been kind of on
0: the fringes he was just for a touring. while. He was just here.
1: Yeah. Oh, was he? I didn't realize that he was
0: at United Center in the summer. I want to say. Cause I ran into my neighbor and she was like, yeah, I went and saw it. It was pretty good. You know, it's got weird. He's like got real political and shit. But uh, other than that, the music was good. And I was like, no, well, he's doing his thing. He's yeah. a boomer, you know, he's, he's a boomer. Yeah. Uh, dude, one last thing for this. I think, wait, let me make
1: sure I didn't skip anything. I really wanted to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one last thing for the symphony here, which I don't know if you caught this bit of news because we are Yamaha stands around here. Yes. That the Yamaha guitar group saw that made an acquisition. Yeah. Cordoba. DeArmond pickups and Guild Guitars yeah
0: Guild that's is, a big One that's a big one man I don't know Was Guild just an independent They've I been know. I feel like they've been passed around I think for they a bit. have yeah
1: I don't Know who was because I thought they were Even owned by Fender at one point I
0: thought so too yeah so
1: yeah I don't know I don't Know where they were recently but They are I can tell you now our, yeah. our boys Over at, at Yamaha uh Yamaha guitar group which is interesting I don't know if I've ever Really noticed that designation before yeah, uh, I know
0: Gretsch is owned by Fender for sure. Oh, definitely, because that acoustic I bought has like a licensed by Fender sticker on the inside. Oh yeah, yeah. nice. Um, yeah. I think that was yeah. In the so 90s. that's a that's a big purchase for Yamaha. I mean, they're obviously a bigger company than just the music. They company, have so, they have so much stuff, motorcycles. But it's and, pretty. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm actually
1: I, I guess I'm glad that Guilds, especially and Diarmin, which are which makes cool, they make cool pickups. Yeah, I don't uh, know who. I'm glad Cor- they're under good ownership. Cordoba what? makes more like acoustic and uh, th- nylon okay. string That's guitars. what I thought, like classical style. Yeah, string. exactly. Okay, cool. And uh, there were, there were a couple other brands mentioned but that I didn't really know anything about.
0: I never that. hesitate to when I meet someone young, like a you know niece or nephew or whatever, and they're like, I'm interested in purchasing a guitar. Oh, you tell them nylon. I go no. I go. I go. You should look at Yamaha. Oh, because I think their beginner stuff is leaps and bounds better than like Squire or something like
1: that. Very know. often true. A lot of a lot of those have gotten I, a little better. In I the don't recent know if years. the quality
0: has been as good since it obviously like the, this was like 90s or early 2000s. No,
1: so. I will. No, I. I still think that. I mean, even my recent experience with new guitars, which is you know, is getting like a, a year or two old with like brand new cheap guitars at this point. Yeah. But regardless, though, the the Yamaha always was always came out on yeah. top for me.
0: Nice. I remember my um. My neighbor, who was like one of the first people ever I saw like with an electric guitar, I was like, that's what an electric guitar is. He had a Strat style Yamaha and uh, totally just looked like a sunburst Strat, but like obviously different headstock. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like holding it and I was like, this is like a substantial like, it, doesn't, it didn't feel cheap, you know what I mean? No, that well, and they a lot of their stuff
1: for even cheaper ranges where you normally wouldn't find it. will use solid wood, you know, mm-hmm. and backs and sides where typically the cheaper instruments use laminated or like MDF stuff in the in the in the neck and whatnot. They've they've always definitely used nicer quality. And, materials. In fact,
0: I just reminded myself I bought my niece a Yamaha three quarter size acoustic Love those. And the little junior guy. They got yeah. The, uh, bought it at a Guitar Center, walked in, I knew what I wanted. It just made sure it played good. Bought her that with a Taylor Swift songbook. I don't think she ever learned how to play it, though. Go get it back. Start, I was just start like, playing should I just guitar. I'd be just fun just to have a little jammer. And, and, and the T. Swift book. Oh, that's all I want is the T.
1: Yeah. So we're about to get into my favorite. Segment Your favorite. But I want to be before I'm going to before we get into that, I just want to tease like I'm, I am keep looking at something just past over Dave's shoulder. No, right I know. Now. I was like, I'm over here, dude. Me, I'm I know over from here. like other from like everything else we're trying to accomplish. So we will get to that. Yes. Stick around. But
0: this is going to be a short Dave's doc. Don't worry.
1: Oh, no, I'm that's not. I'm not trying to rush you. No, but I am not going to rush. I'm not, I'm not gonna rush, rush the push, Dave's Docs song. Push, 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 this is the song that I sing before Dave does Dave's Docs.
0: I wanna talk about a band. I did a rock and roll true stories this week. Yeah, you did. It was a short week. Well, I had a short amount of time this week. I thought, let's do a little 20 minute. It was a longer version of a rock and roll in, true Story. In
1: Gearbuds Bingo? Yeah. One of the things that has to has to be a square is if you before Dave's doc you say didn't have a lot of time this
0: week. Didn't have I know it's like I say it every freaking week. It's some it's weeks gear, I do gear, have it, a lot it, of it's time. Gearbuds bingo. It's you know when good. I do have a lot of time, it's when it's a doc that I'm very excited about. Yeah, and I get to be like, ooh, like Devoating I'm gonna sit down time to it, exactly. I'm gonna be like taking notes, but I'm gonna have some popcorn. Like it's a whole thing, dude. I what was
1: say- the Rock and Roll True Stories? Rock and Roll Story. True Stories
0: just came out, so this one was just released. Oh, fresh. I want to talk about a band from the 90s because I know you've heard about them, and I think you'd probably only be able to name one song. Oh. A little band called The Verve. A little bittersweet symphony. A little bittersweet symph. Which I still love that song to this day. Be- beautiful,
1: brilliant song. I, l- I think
0: the video is funny. It's like cool. He's just walking down the street. I don't remember it. It's just It's just the whole video is the camera walking, obviously walking backwards. He's walking towards the camera, and he's like, People are like he's like in like New York City or something and people are just bumping into him and he's just being the biggest dick and he's like he's like lip syncing the words. You've never seen this. I don't think so. It's great. I check it out all the time. I watch. it's like on my like do you want to watch this again like when you go to YouTube and you're like yeah I'll watch it again. I'll watch it. I've again. had a few burrs. I'm going to I'm going to watch it. So. They've got a pretty crazy story. What's man. the true story, bud? The Verve was from uh, a shitty place in uh, near Manchester, uh, kind of a working class town. Richard Ashcroft is the name of the singer. Sure. Do you recall? He actually, his face was on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine once. It's one of the one of the Rolling Stone covers that sticks out in my mind. He's such an odd looking guy. I can't picture it. Do you, I'm sure do, I've seen it. Do you know his face? It's not, very not,
1: strange. Not in my, my, my quick mental Super memory. Super cheekbony bony,
0: and British looking. Super like, cheeky, bony. Just very and very tall. What, what, what does his accent sound like? Oh, it sounds a bit like this. <laughs> so uh, basically, there's there's not much to like the backstory. They formed a band in like you know uh, college or whatever. They put out some stuff. They almost got signed. That's really not the interesting part. Yes. Let's hear it. Uh, so the band broke up once before, and then they got back together. I think the guy was kind of probably hard to work with. Sure. He had a big ego. Oh, I did write down something. He was in this thing called... This is really interesting. The Verve. Have, have you heard of Rosicrucianism?
1: I'm going to need another run Rosic- on that one. There, Rosic-
0: bro. Rosicrucianism? Give me a spelling. Rosicrucianism. R, R- O S I C U R U S H. I n i s m. No, so it's like it's like kind of like a religion, and it's the thought that you could bend light rays around people in a room to make them disappear, or like raise or lower the temperature in the room with your mind. Okay, and his stepdad had this, so he kind of instilled it in him, like very very young, at like ten years mm. old. Age. So it, the guy kind of had like this crazy ego, and he was like, you know, I'm going to be in the biggest band in the world, and all this stuff, and that was kind of his mentality going through all this. Um, I did not know this. The band, in, like, the summer of 91, they had, like, a, a pretty big showcase for Virgin Records or for, like, a subsidiary of Virgin Records or whatever. Subsidiary? Subsidiary. Thank you. And so they they were around before Oasis, which, if you've listened to, like, any... And I listened to the rest of the record. It's actually pretty fucking good, dude. I'm not going to lie. The Verve predates Oasis? Yes. Oh. Not this record specifically. Okay. But they toured with Oasis when Oasis was completely unknown, hmm. which is kind of funny because they kind of sound like them. They have very similar vibes. Um, I don't know if Oasis stole some uh, stole some magic from these L- guys, L- man. inspiration, which I know you love. We can dog on Oasis all that I'm, I'm I'm never above that. They toured with Black Crows in like '92, so they were they were getting some headway, but they kept breaking up. They were getting exhaustion. I think they did a lot of drugs, fighting this and that. So here's where it gets interesting. The band breaks up. And he was looking for his new guitar player. He he thought of himself as, like, Mick Jagger. He wanted to find, like, a Keith Richards, right? Um, he ends up finding this other guitar player. They kind of form, you know, some of the new guys in the band. And they, for Bittersweet Symphony, which mm-hmm. is the most famous song, and if you guys haven't heard that song, go listen to any anywhere, any commercial ever.
1: Yeah, it's, I, f- I don't know after yeah, that song feels like, that's one of those songs that, to me, surpassed, even being a song, it's just yeah. the fabric of my brain's it is. wiring at this point. Yeah,
0: and dude, and definitely check out the video after this, because it's it's pretty fucking cool. That, I did not know, was it the, uh, I think the string section was a sample from a Rolling Stones, from the Rolling Stones' manager's orchestra, Andrew Oldham. So okay. it was the Andrew Oldham Orch- Orchestra, They sampled that Uh, (laughs) did not know this and I am embarrassed to not know this that I never picked up on this it was a sample of a cover so what they would do is like orchestras would cover pop songs back in the day Mm -hmm. like if a song was really big in the 60s sure they would have this orchestral cover of it so that was a cover of the Rolling Stones this could be the last time so they the orchestra sampled that or they covered that song so he sampled the cover of The Rolling Stones, This Could Be the Last yeah time, which we were just talking about this week. Oh of how good that fucking wow, song is. Oh, that's right. So I had no idea. We were.
1: That's so weird.
0: So Alan Klein, he was like the owner of like some major record label. Yeah. Um EMI, I think, or something. That sounds uh, right. The sample was uh it was under contract with them. So technically they kind of stole it and they used it for their song. And he basically said, All right, we'll get we'll just split everything 50-50. We'll do this. Well, then the song got fucking huge. Mm-hmm. This is fucking crazy. So he goes Alan Klein goes, we're gonna renegotiate this contract. I'm taking all of the royalties, and you guys don't get shit. oh my god so from from then, which was like ninety five, I think is when it came out, to two thousand and eighteen, they made maybe like a thousand dollars on this oh, oh. And during this time, and they said they did the math, they said, like the singer alone because i think he got all the writing credits for the song mm-hmm. or whatever he would have made like two and a half million dollars oh. that's uh Nike, i would have thought it more than that well so during this time so so go back a little bit i think nike used it in like 2000 or something like that or whatever he got no money from nike for the song because he didn't You know i've got to say in fairness a big part
1: of that song is a sample it's not like it's just like some little background thing like that song is
0: really built around the sample so you kind of i mean well here's the best part (sighs) you know who got the royalties it wasn't alan klein he fought for emi to have the royalties mick jagger and keith richards got all of the royalties for that song that makes sense which does make sense yeah but it's just crazy
1: when you think about how not all of them i'm not saying that they deserve
0: all no 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 well it, it gets better yeah so then it turns out Oh, well, Andrew Oldham wasn't actually the composer that sampled or that copied the song. It was a guy named David Whitaker, who was the actual composer of the orchestra that covered last time by the Stones. Okay. So this. So Andrew Oldham, who was their manager, just like took credit for that. I yeah. guess. So then they're like, well, this is kind of weird. Well, here's the other crazy part. The Rolling Stones, the song, this could be the last time they didn't write that song either. It was actually from a band called the Staples Singers in 1958 that it was kind of inspired and stolen from. I'm like <laughs> coming in with Dude, the twist. I got the twist. Here's the last twist. In, in 2018, this is why I brought up 2018, they, the Stones, were, uh, Mick and Keith, basically were like, we're going to give you guys the royalties for like from here on out. Oh, man. So Oh, oh, so we're not going to give you the money that we made already. No, 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 no. Now, I will say this. The 19- why did they wait until 2018? I don't know. They must have. Maybe they had to settle. Basically, the band was too broke to take all of this to court. So they're like, "We have to do whatever the record label says." Or yeah, we'll that's broke. just. I
1: mean, that's just such a long time of li- oh, living dude, like a miserable existence where you could have thirty
0: years. You know, um, or not. No, twenty years, but still, no, ninety-five to yeah, thirty right? dog. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was kind of cool. At least the Stones were like, "All 25. right, you can have the rights back." So from now on, that guy gets the rights to. The song being used, so uh, that maybe that maybe that's maybe
1: there's been a resurgence. He maybe trying to push it out but into the world. Well, it is bit. kind of
0: funny that also you find out that the Stones weren't even the ones who wrote that song exactly originally. So you're like, wait a minute, how did it, the Staple Sisters should get the? I want to hear the series. original. Yeah, how how different it is. I want to hear this. Could be the last time again because I listen to that song all the time, and I don't know. They must have slowed it down and looped yeah, right. a certain part because it's totally different tempo and everything. Mm-hmm. um I thought that was kind of interesting. I will say this too: the Nike commercial when that came out. I think it was just a few years after that song came out because I kind of remembered around like the 2000s that actually made people go out and buy the album. So they did get money from the album, mm-hmm. but they never got money from the song itself specifically, which would have been a lot more money. But they basically said when Nike picked up the song, people were like, who is that? What's that band? They went out and bought the CD. So there, I guess yeah. there's a little kickback. But I thought that was a really fucking crazy story. That is a wild story, my friend. It was so,
1: worthy of Dave's worked.
0: It kind of wor- worked out in the end uh i was like thank god this turned out good because i was like this could be really boring um were there gear spots there was a couple les pauls a couple lesters yeah a couple 90s they don't do much with the gear spots on the rock and roll true stories it moves too quick
1: too quickly i
0: have to pause it constantly to take notes on the show because it's like or i'll forget everything the guy talks a mile a minute it's wild so i gave it i gave it eight out of ten bad deals because those were some, there were some bad deals, wicked back. bad deals, bud. But yeah, and check out the video for uh, Bittersweet Symphony. Okay, because it's it's fucking fun. It's cool. I'll watch it. Good Dave's doc. That was, that was short and sweet. Yeah, I wanted to keep it short and sweet because we got more important Something news. Going on. a hole in
1: our We I got another Les Paul. There it just is. Just go and say I it. I just want to say No it. drum roll, no nothing. Nothing. I couldn't keep it in anymore. Yeah, it's beautiful. I was going to want to, maybe, should we, should we talk about the other things in future gear really fast and then come back to talking about that? Or should we just talk about it? Because I feel like we're, I don't it's How just, were we
0: out on time? We're, we're grinding.
1: <sighs> we're, we're, it's already slightly beef town, you know. you could
0: jump it. You can save some stuff for next week if you want for future gear. It's up to you. Let's see. What we get. let's see. What's, see. Is there anything a, that I'm really? Just, I'm is looking cool. to see
1: if there's anything that I
0: really right.
1: want there that we just have to talk about. And uh, you know, actually, before, before, yeah, uh, there's just one one pedal that I want to because I I feel like this this was actually leaked. This this pedal came, we last week's episode we were on a sort of different schedule as usual. We yeah. we recorded usually typically later in the week. we, yeah, had, we had to do it week. earlier. Sure. I had seen a leak of what was supposed to be a new pedal that was coming out before we did that episode, but it hadn't been confirmed ah. yet. I didn't want to pedal in freaking fake news folks. Yep. Cause we're journalists around these That's parts. Right. And I didn't talk about it. So let's, let's just talk about that really fast because it was a pretty big thing that I didn't see coming. And that was that Strymon had a new pedal come out, which anytime Strymon puts something out, people are going to talk about yep. it. And it's extra interesting because it's a whole new, form factor size pedal for them too.
0: As so in it's, smaller?
1: It's And it's smaller. Yeah. So what it is is they have the, a very
0: consistent look. With
1: their- they've got yeah so they've got like the bigger double or triple switch wider pedal then they've got the, the, the two switch pedals yeah. that are like you know I, th- I guess the v twos now have six knobs on the right. front. This is now a single Ooh. foot switch and it is called the Cloudburst Ambient Reverb. What that pedal do man. Hmm, what that pedal do is take uh, inspiration from the big sky, which is the big kind of reverb flagship pedal. And uh, they've got a very famous cloud algorithm in that pedal. And it's taken inspiration from that. It's not like the exact same thing uh, and puts that reverb into a pedal in this smaller form factor, which has full stereo ins and outs on a TRS switch. So you'd have to use splitter cables to fully access that a TRS MIDI and USB-C and full MIDI control with three hundred presets. It's kind of for I, I have I watched demos. Yes, I've watched demos. Do I always think demos are perfectly indicative? No. However, with reverbs, kind of. Yeah. I think that re, reverb demos are like they kind of I can reverb the sound,
0: not reverb. Sure.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they they tend to uh, I don't know I you get a, you get a much better understanding of the general like flavor. And gotcha. Usability and mm-hmm. in, my, in my most humble of gear that's a good pin-
0: that's a, a good way to look at it. Yeah.
1: But these tend to be... So, actually, yeah, almost in in, in some ways, I would say uh, not too far from the realm of us d'ing around with that me, uh, Mel 9 pedal earlier, sort of orchestrally mm-hmm. sounding. Very cool. Uh, they're, um, you know... A little more there it's this isn't just like your standard spring simple background meat and potatoes reverb mm-hmm. i'm sure you could dial it in to be more subtle but this is definitely designed to be much more sort of obviously ambient and big and swelly and majestic if you will
0: cool does it yeah. sparkle
1: i don't i don't it, i think it has it can do the it can do the polyphonic octave thing yeah. i do think it has a bit of that it's in there cool. it can sparkle uh I don't think that a digital reverb can get away with not sparkling <laughs> in 2023. Yeah. I think it's a pretty neat uh intro to Strymon. You know, it's 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 a pretty simple. I think it only I think it has five knobs if I remember right. if my brain serves right now, maybe one extra little toggle switch on there. Okay. And uh it's smaller. It's I saw it in comparison I think to a boss pedal, and it's even like maybe even a little bit shorter, but I think about as wide, if I, right. if I remember so correctly. Right, that's like the footprint.
0: Yeah, I, I could dig that, man, because that's kind of the thing with Strymon for me. Is there a lot of the they make larger pedals it seems
1: like some of them yeah the, the you know the other series they're not too big but no. they're they're certainly the, the larger wide, than a, yeah. than like a boss pedal or something but i want to ask what would you what do you, what do you think they're asking for the uh, the sale price of well, such opening, a pedal i'm
0: opening my beer cuz i'm getting ready for the big Give topic a coming crack. up
1: yeah exactly getting getting settled um
0: up there. well I, since you kind of described it as like a introductory style thing i'm going to mm-hmm. say it's on the mm-hmm. lower end use mm-hmm. I mean, a couple of context clues right there wow
1: detective daves in the house hey
0: i'm on today dude i'm gonna say i'm gonna say 139 oh okay well
1: i get where you're coming from but we're still talking about Strymon. Right? i know
0: they're fucking shit so expensive
1: it's expensive uh this one's 279
0: oh boise which stole their cheapest offering aren't there most of them in like the 299 range for their stuff what's the big low
1: 3s but no those are i think those are 500 oh jeez i believe jeez the blue sky which is the smaller two switch mm. I think that's I believe that's more than the 350 okay
0: I can't remember the time I had 350 in range I want to say 400
1: something like that
0: but you're getting that Strymon that Strymon name brand and, you're getting that Strymon yeah, sound
1: because they do digital as well as maybe or better than maybe one or two other companies they might be
0: the best digital pedal. I
1: still I still feel like Eventide needs to be in that discussion mm-hmm, sure. that. and even you know there's a lot of other things out a lot of other companies I mentioned but I would say there are some big some big hitters and those are, the, those are some of them for sure uh, all right. Let's just do it. Let's just talk about it. I got, I bought, much probably to the surprise I would say of of our regular listeners, a newer <laughs> Gibson Les Paul. Yeah, that I'm excited. This is about. a
0: point that uh, I was going to make, but
1: okay, let's get into it. I it, just yeah, I
0: I. It you is.
1: Well, let's just tell them. I mean, they've seen. The, I'm sure. Obviously, it's going to be the cover image. So we, yeah, I guess that's I don't know. We, we always do this. where I can like. Oh yeah, like we're freaking duh. tantalizing them. And then, <laughs> and they didn't see and then they've that. already seen it. It that's is perfect. a 2019. I believe December 2019, Gibson Les Paul Modern. What factory was that?
0: Was that Memphis? Or
1: that's. A, in I'm Nashville? trying to remember if they were fully in Nashville I, at that point. I, I think no. I'm stuff. pretty positive it was Nashville at that point.
0: Cool. And it is finished in a
1: sparkling burgundy
0: finish, dude. It's absolutely one of the most beautiful finishes I've ever seen.
1: Doesn't it? Doesn't it
0: really? Fucking person, buddy. It hit fucks, it fucks, bro, dude. Tell me because
1: I obviously have so many thoughts and feelings. About yeah, it. I want to hear. I want to hear your general impressions. I'm just gonna tell the world
0: I like it. Yeah, a it's a, it's a keeper.
1: So tell me, tell me what you think about it, Dave. What are um, your thoughts and questions and and multitude? Well, I got to ideas. play it. You got to play for it a bit. Today. You did. Um,
0: It's maybe the most comfortable Les Paul I've ever played. Okay, let's start there. And I'm comparing to my 82 and your 76? 78. 78. So your late 70s, my early 80s, which are both boat anchors. Which a lot of people would uh, say are like some of the worst eras for Les Pauls, but we'll move past the fact that we both have fucking awesome guitars. Yeah, they're awesome guitars. Um, and I was I've been playing my Paul a lot because I have those new strings on it, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice playing this one because now I'm using like the same strings I exact, assume exact exact same strings right. So I was I was so used to that feel already. Yep. Um, a few things blew me away about it. Yeah, the weight first and
1: foremost. Dude, we're we're nailing exactly. We're starting in the place. Which is exactly probably the best reason to, uh, best place for us to start, which is what the reason why I got this guitar to begin with. Right? Yes. Yes. What was my inspiration for getting well, a 2019 Les Paul my Back
0: was sore for a week from jamming with somebody. My back and shoulders hurt yeah. <laughs> after
1: playing my Les Paul customs, right. uh, with uh, with Robes. And, uh, I, I then played my SG at the next, and it just was. And wasn't it was good, thing. but I wanted it to be a Les Paul. Yep. Yep. And I mean, and I believe, I mean, we pr- i think we've talked about this we must have talked about this guitar the, the last Paul modern on this show before because i've i've gassed over these for I a think while
0: even recently maybe because you you were looking at them i've been looking at them for a minute but even like more recently in the last few weeks because of
1: because you know, of the robes yeah right exactly and and i they they offered it in three finishes i start settle, settle on the sparkling burgundy let's it's go back ha- to it the the playability i think is is so a good, a good thing yeah for so to the weight
0: well just even picking it up off the couch being like oh i'm used to my arm like falling off when i grab my Paul. Paul yep um, which was such a weird head trip thing because I'm so used to grabbing mine and being like whoa and then I grabbed yours and I almost like threw it through the ceiling because it was so light it may be eight and a half pounds so it's super wait. light. I haven't we haven't
1: weighed yet but both of us is it a, chambered about eight body? And a half so let's oh, that's, that's a great question because that's exactly what I was going to talk about so Gibson has offered a handful of chambering options in their solid body guitars for some years now yeah Uh, It started. I don't remember exactly when. It was probably early 2000s, I believe, maybe late 90s. -hmm. And what they first did was because you know, a Les Paul body is historically almost always a big fat slab of mahogany, and with with a pretty thick, actually, slab of carved maple on top of it. It actually starts off at about an inch thick. They get it down pretty skinny in other in certain places, but when you look at the actual carve, it's a pretty thick slab. What they do is they Originally did they just literally just hogged out random circles yeah. in the mahogany body part of it and then put the maple cap on just to like re- remove some of the weight. Right. And and so they didn't really put much thought into kind of the like actual uh, acoustic approach to that, like what that would do to sure. the instrument resonance and how it sounded performed and everything. Then they came up with what they called maybe like the modern I believe the modern uh, weight relief which puts some more thought into where it is it doesn't necessarily have like chambers like you'd find in you know a like a semi hollow guitar but it, it does have spots cut out but it's it's much more when you look at the cross section of it it's much more it just it looks like it would sound better right. I can't not put any way to describe it underneath and even underneath the bridge there's this sort of like V shape cut out of a wood this one is what's known as the ultra modern uh Uh, weight relief and it's even more acoustically tuned and designed to resonate as good as a fully unchambered guitar yada 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 but dude it definitely it's got to take at least two to three pounds of weight off the guitar
0: oh dude it's it's so comfortable and um and the neck itself is also very ergonomic so i knew nothing about this yeah you you blew my mind today because i was playing it and my first thought was okay besides the the weight relief uh, my left hand, I was like, this seems a lot like my 82, like the profile. It's not like a big, fat, round, like, you know. Yeah. The, um, It has a flatter kind of neck, which I like. But, and as soon as you mentioned it, I was like, holy shit. It's got a, what's it called? A tapered neck? It has a slim taper neck profile,
1: which means that instead of being just, and, and it's asymmetrical. Right. So rather than being just, say, a, a standard D shape or C shape yeah. neck carve where it's like symmetri- symmetrical on either side. Right this on the base side on the fatter string side of the neck is actually a little bit fatter right and then as you scoot your hand over to the treble side of the neck the lighter side is string lighter strings lighter you know higher higher pitched strings right. it gets skinnier right so it's almost Which sort is of nice like for, a, for
0: a boy like me with the yeah with it's the baby it's hands.
1: if you like you it's sort of more intuitive than anything but then once i told you once I told Dave you really it, you, feel you, you're it. like oh yeah that is where it is and but it also it doesn't feel in any way it doesn't feel it didn't it didn't feel foreign to me at all Okay. When I started playing it, it was just like, no, oh, this is just this extra is easier comfortable to play.
0: Well, you're almost like, why don't they design more guitars like that? You know,
1: it's it take it definitely takes more effort. And, you know, oh, yeah. Finish, finishing and all Which that. Which is kind of stuff. nice,
0: too. It's nice to know that you have something with, that was probably made with extra care.
1: A little more a little more hand attention. And on then there's it. a
0: there's a wacky thing that I've never seen going down by the uh, down by where the neck meets. the body Yeah. There. So it's
1: also a very modern neck joint. Uh, the I in my opinion, the biggest complaint other than the weight about a Les Paul would be the fact that it's almost impossible, like really cleanly play up past the 15th fret. Cause there's this like big, freaking block of sure. wood at the neck joint thats which a lot of shredders big would probably disagree with thing. but uh you know a lot a lot of show me many shredders that play i mean there are a couple of historical examples but like nobody none of the modern shredders play guitars that are like this they play guitars more like this new one that i've got right, right here right, that right. has this cutaway which so basically it smooths over a lot of the that big blockiness it's weird like it's, it's it's you don't in a good way. It, yeah, in a good way. It's like you can you can get up higher and it actually almost encourages you to want to like play. I was up gonna higher say,
0: like when I and dude, I, I am no guitar player, especially compared to you, but when I went up for those higher things, just to kind of cause you were like, Oh, check it up like real mm-hmm. high, like kind of go up there. Dude, it almost Encouraged, like you said, or like almost like felt like it was gravitating my hand towards that area of the neck.
1: Go for it, Dave. Be, so Play, weird, play up high. There's all sorts of notes up it's there. It's
0: like, uh, now I'm gonna go home and be like, I can't reach those notes.
1: I know, and, and I and I actually have been afraid to go and pick. up. I haven't gone and picked oh, up. Oh, I was gonna ask yet. Yet if you haven't done it yet. beat him yet. But so that, I guess those are the two main things about the neck, other than the fact that instead of a rosewood fretboard, which a Les yes. Paul would typically have, it has an ebony fretboard, more like a Les Paul custom.
0: And maybe I'm a snob, like. but I. I think the ebony board on that like really also sells that for me like the mm-hmm. the ergonomics are great the weight is great but like knowing that it's got that little extra care of like having a, a very fancy mm-hmm. fretboard on that thing is. And
1: it looks great I love the parallelogram or the uh, I should say the, uh, the trapezoid traps. instead yeah. of parallelograms or the rectangles that you might find on a blocky uh, custom I think that's a really nice look with the ebony. Uh, but it, so it's got, it's like, it's sort of like low key modern because when you look at it, it just kind of looks like a Les Paul, but then it yeah. has all these subtle under the hood features that make it shred harder and easier on my back. Uh, Dude, it's, and, oh, it also has locking tuners, which is another Yeah.
0: Thing. And you were kind of like, I don't know about, you know, but then I, I thought I was just going to swap them out sure. right away. Yeah. Was, it being it's being Grover, Grover the locking tuners that you are. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm going to put some vintage style tuners sure. on there and then I restrung it. Uh, after giving it a very deep cleaning and bath, and got all the all the schmutz off, uh, because this guitar has been played, folks, uh, and, and and loved for a couple. Yeah, of we years should add. And
0: dude, I was, I guess, I don't remember because I think you sent me two or three that you were looking at when okay. you bought this one. Yeah. So maybe I just I kind of like glanced at them and didn't like look okay, carefully. Sure. I don't remember it being. I don't even want to say the word beat up because we both love it's, a well played. guitar We'll say Relict on the back. It's been well played, and the back of the the body shows it. Which the back is, of the body. I yeah. love that on guitars, dude. It's weird. The
1: top is almost flawless. Like I, I gave it a full bath, and there are almost no scratches. It's got some pick swirls and whatnot, but the the top yeah. of the body. Oh, it's is, super is like, shiny like and clean, pr- and untouched, and the fretboard is which meticulous. is also
0: kind of interesting because you're like. The back just, is just—he like, must
1: have wore a crazy belt buckle. Yeah, some, I'm saying it's—it's yeah. it's wild. There, and, yeah, so there's a little bit of damage sort of around the back, but in like a relic, a classy way. Yeah, like a light relic sort of way. But then the top is just so clean.
0: Yeah, um, and no crazy like no breaks. No, uh, yeah. even the fretboard you were showing me, like there's like one little piece which well, you have to look well for. Dang,
1: yeah, which something. you'd never see. Dude. Uh, but so it's got a lot, it has a lot of low key under the hood sort of modern things going on that, that really make me dig it. Uh, the pickups are actually pretty interesting. Let's talk too. about the electronics. Yeah. Yeah. It's got uh, the Burstbucker Pros in it, which are a little bit hotter. I and think those the it's actually stock with that. The right? Burstbucker Pro Plus, I believe, okay. are, are the series, which you can only really get in this series of, of guitars because typically the Burstbucker Pro is two conductor. These have to be four conductor because each of the humbuckers has both coil taps on them so you can get what they describe as more of a P90 sound. It's not a straight up coil split. It's it's a it's a it's a tap so it kind of it has a different sound than maybe just like a straight up split humbucker would sound mm-hmm. like would sound like it's it's a little bit uh, it does have a little bit more girth and a little more P90 a little bit more of that like sp- spiky peaky P90 sort of grind to it
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the mid range. But uh it also has so those are each each of those are on a push pull pot on the volume pots and it also has out of phase which you know your boy hank likes super fun yeah i love that i love that's like getting a telly sound out of your les paul which is the greatest gift that the gods of guitar have. two birds man granted us and then it also has that bypass switch where it basically takes whichever pickup you're using and sends it straight Directly to the output of Which the guitar.
0: Is my favorite feature of the guitar. It's
1: pretty bad. So it gives you. I don't no even know. No tone knob or anything. No, it is going it's just straight, straight. out, and yeah. it's and it's just it's a little bit hotter, a little bit grindier, a little bit gnarlier. gives you a little bit of a boost, and it's a pretty neat little. Dude, I was to thinking have. about
0: it just now. I think that's why I like it. My P bass has the same st- a similar setup. My P bass has no tone knob. It's just a pickup, two pickup knobs.
1: Yeah, right. So, just I mean, volume. you
0: know, just volume, volume. So it's kind of like. I love that. Just this is what the fucking thing sounds. This like.
1: This is what it was. What it do. I love it. Uh, the pickups. I you know. I was honestly, I was expecting to get them and immediately want to swap them out for Fishman Fluence or something else like that. And so far, dude. I. I mean, I've only. Sounds. I've only played it with the Balthazar, the Cabaret 13 sure. combo, and then I played it a bunch with the Kemper. That's I've mostly oh, have you? mostly played it with the Kemper, Very honestly, cool. because I I really like playing it. With like you know really high gain Metal-y situations because that's basically the idea of getting that guitar and boy does it it work well for that
0: dude I yeah I love the way it sounds if you if you told me you were getting new pickups for it I'd say yeah it's fun to like swap pickups Mm -hmm. it does not need new pickups at
1: all no I'm really happy it also so it's the other I guess the other non-original the pickups in electronics are original the non-original thing is that it came um, the originally the series came and it's the only Gibson I've ever really seen it on with completely clear yeah. Witch hat style speed knobs mm-hmm. or the like top hat, I guess, which kind say. of make it look
0: a lot more modern. It
1: does, yeah. Before I got it, the previous owner, the original owner, puts just straight up reflector knobs, uh, top hat reflector knobs, not witch hat, top hat reflector knobs. Like, yes. I always want to call them witch, witch hats.
0: Are they, is that different?
1: They're different. Yeah, the witch hat is, um, it's like a skinnier. Oh, um, oh you're right. It almost comes to more of a has, taper at the top. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Those are, yeah, usually on a Gibson, you just call those reflector knobs, and it has, so that's what it has on there. And I, greatly prefer that look yeah i will too. never change them it came with the original i think three and one of them is broken clear knobs but uh it has these and i'm and i'm happy about that threw some le- strap locks on there already that that's how you know it's a keeper for me i'll oh, I dude, will, yeah. I will leave it just with the regular yep. strap the strap buttons until it's mine and then once it's mine it gets strap locks this guitar already has strap 100%. locks on it.
0: i have one cosmetic thing yeah that i wanted to bring up yeah and i want to see if if you'd bite or if you could kick dude, me I, out of your apartment right wait. now let's dude. hear it uh, were you planning on getting a poker chip for it?
1: Great question. That, that's another modern quote unquote feature of this thing is that it does not feature. A Would poker you have chip.
0: to drill that in there if you wanted to put one on? No, it just goes under the thing, right? You
1: just unscrew the washer and put it on there. Yeah. I I don't know. I, my Again, my instinct went before it came and I noticed that it, it was like, oh yeah, the modern doesn't come with a poker chip. I was like, maybe, maybe I'll just buy one and,
0: and throw it on there. Now that I have it and I, I don't miss it. No, I, that's kind of the thing. When I was playing it, it's the last thing I'm thinking about. Didn't think about thing. it at all. But I have to say this, dude. If you decide... Put a sticker on it? Put a big Oasis sticker on it. Oh, my God. Right on the, right on the beautiful part just of the Just cover up all the sparkle? No. If you decide to go poker chip on it, like if you get just, you know, you look if you look at something for a while, you kind of start to think, and I really, really wonder... Man, I don't know if you're going to like this. Or I'm that. listening. I would go cream poker chip and picker oh. because it has cream binding on it already and i think it would look vintagey but also fucking bad
1: i hadn't even considered changing for, dude it, has a, it, has it would a black,
0: change it so it's black picker which like a everybody cup, will see custom style. See yeah, the picture but uh that would be my only like cosmetic thing i would be like i just wonder what it would look like with like the cream guard that i have my, my here's my concern there. it's got black pickup surrounds Oh, you'd have to replace those. Too. I think those would have they to would be have cream to. as well. Yeah. And I yeah, I forgot about those. But they would I I would go all cream on it just because with that red.
1: Dude, I didn't even it think about so that. Like and it. that might look amazing.
0: But it would look vintagey, I will tell you that much. If you go like with the off white, you know. But it would match the binding too, which would be really cool. But I that's, love the black stuff. That's
1: too. a beautiful idea. The only and, the only cosmetic thing, which isn't just straight up cosmetic that I was considering was you know, you know, me, maybe you know, if I would put a Bigsby on it.
0: Ooh, I love a Bigsby on a fucking
1: Less I love them on everything, yeah, <laughs> including my SG and my, well, I've got the other Wang bar on the three thirty.
0: but I would say this too, man playing it. Cause I thought of this before I even came over when I saw the pictures and I was like, it's beautiful, Dude, but I'm going to drop this that. on Hank and tell him to go cream hardware on that. That thing. would, that would make it a little
1: less Chicago bulls, you know? Sure. Because it is, they call it sparkling burgundy, but
0: I feel like in person it's red. I don't think it's as bright as you maybe think it is, or like it is in your brain. I think it's it's more of a burgundy-ish purple. When we hit it in the sun, too, then it got real bright. Yeah. But when it was getting darker, which it is now in here, it's almost like purple, like, like that wine color. Which is what I want. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. Um, it's a total shapeshifter with the
1: color. I, I fucking. Love that's it. a good call. It is, and it does. You know, we like a dark back around here. It yeah, that's a light back. Which actually, I I, pr- I prefer. I think. I don't think this. a dark back would pop as much. I or like the red would. back, like mine is. No, pop no, as much. you don't. know. yeah, exactly. Yeah. None of that. No, I crazy. think. I think the light back was the right call on this, yeah. which I never, which are words I never thought would have come yeah. out of my mouth. But
0: most importantly, for through all the cosmetic shit, when I was playing it, that the last thing that crossed my mind was how it looks. It mm-hmm. fucking plays and sounds so good, dude it might be the best i was thinking about this man it might be the ultimate les paul it's it's kind it's
1: they've kind of figured out the the minor issues that people have had with its playability for some for some years now and they're like okay we're gonna like subtly address those without radically changing the character of the, yeah, guitar or like, itself, or the, the yeah, soul yeah, the recognizability the yeah no i think i honestly that's why i wanted it. i wanted the, I wanted the look and the sound, but I wanted a lighter, better playing West Paul. Yeah, and I and and there are other so many companies that have done their take on that. Sure, but there is something different about Gibson doing it them themselves, especially for me because I'm just a fucking nerd. It runs simp, in your blood, man. We stand Gibson, for those yeah, Gibsons. Dude. It's
0: fine, man. You like what you like. I you do, know?
1: and I do, and I'm I'm over the moon. I, the, the other color options were. Graphite oh, black yeah. and uh, what they call faded faded pelum. <laughs> Not impressed. The blue I don't like at all. The I'll graphite was really cool. The graphite is super cool. But you it, made a good point. and in person it's it is even more because that has a
0: sparkle to it too, right? It
1: does, but
0: I already own a black.
1: You Les own Paul. a black Les Paul. I would, already own a black
0: 330. Yeah, that's no, it's it's really cool too to stack. I mean, I do, a, I do have a
1: I do have a I do have a red SG. That's a beautiful red too. Mm-hmm. That actually, you Which know, I the wood even, grain, I haven't I haven't compared it. And you're right, it doesn't have a sparkle. It's like
0: the transparent. Yeah. Um, but, dude, God, I mean, that might be the coolest finish. You know, we always go back and forth and not even back and forth. I think we're going the same direction when I when I say that Gibson just nails it with their colors.
1: dude. That Gibson really has that figured out. Like,
0: I don't even want to buy another guitar and my wife would chop my balls off mm-hmm. if I did. Um, but like, I want I just want to look at the colors like they just have so many brilliant colors. The crazy sage metallics and like all these different What was
1: the goofy one when you sent me earlier? Oh, I just think it was the Winter's uh, Cloud or something. Winter some Cloud.
0: Yeah, winter snow or something. Oh my god. And it, it was, was a weird that one I did not like that one. That like they I tried.
1: Said, they, they they swung they to tried. the fences hey, with that one.
0: You're gonna you're gonna break some eggs. It had you know? this like asymmetrical glitter situation yes. happening. It wasn't in really it. a burst. Yeah. But it kind of it looked like yellow and white and then a really like deep like pelum blue. It was very strange. Yeah, no, with it wasn't, wasn't my
1: favorite that they It done. actually
0: was one of the few finishes I've ever been like oh the closer I get to it the more I hate it yeah you know? it, it
1: was a monet <laughs> it was
0: a total monet um, but yeah dude I think out of the colors too I think you did the right thing with the red man. yeah and so I so I'm just I, I was expecting to get it and like
1: it maybe and then you know, oh uh, okay, I've got to change a bunch of stuff right away, and I just don't even know. Other than maybe, like you said, maybe going for a little cosmetics. I mean, if it a, was like a cream,
0: cheap, a cheap modification that you could do, you know, finding like a nice little cheap. I set. could
1: probably get less than a hundred. I could, for about a hundred bucks, probably, and uh, then, for quality that I would like of yeah. cream parts. Did the does that. the blue
0: one they make come with the cream, or does that also have the black?
1: I'm pretty sure they're all black. Now that I think about yeah. it,
0: for some reason, I felt like it had the the the, the
1: cream. You want to see cream with a pelham with a blue, right? In general, it's
0: like one of my favorite. Favorite so
1: yeah, i yeah i did not expect to be coming on this show in episode 198 and gushing about a 2019 Lester hey man but i am it, it is it is the, the sleeper hit of it of the of I, I it's not really that's i mean it's a sleeper but the thing is like i have loved these since i first played them it's just that for yeah. some reason they don't they just haven't really caught on that hard. So i'm not sure why
0: when you messaged me a few weeks ago about like these guitars my first thought is dude i mean if you're gonna drop some money on a on a guitar, I always thought, and we talk vintage all the time. That's what I'm you know? saying. I thought you would have gone like a mid 80s or something like that, you know, or even a '90s, you know, just being like, oh, I just got to get something that's a little lighter. Yeah. But then you were like, dude, I've played these at CME. Uh-huh. And you're like, I know how good these guitars are. And I, mm-hmm. I obviously took your word for it. And when I got to play it myself today, I, it might be the most comfortable maybe electric guitar of have
1: it's it feel it's it feels so good yeah. and it's and and it's it's not too light you know it's it doesn't feel like it's no, like a feather it doesn't it feel had, like unsubstantial it resonates me. it has and and it's funny you sent me that les paul access earlier they learned Yes. from that guitar because that had an even more drastic God, I, cutaway for the I don't neck. like how that looks though. man. It, it, it looks weird. It looks
0: so because it's just smooth. It looks like an alien like it's, ship. Or it's something.
1: like a freshly shorn scrot. There's a
0: lot of like neck through bases that do that, like like Warwick exactly. And stuff, yeah, and it right. just looks smooth from the body of the neck. And I'm like, yeah, it just looks weird. This
1: has a, just a little bit of that ridge that so you're used to, ridge, but it's yeah. not. But it's not anywhere nearly as, as intrusive as it is, yeah. and smoothed around. So mm-hmm. it's I'm. I'm gonna be playing that guitar a lot, especially oh man! Once I gave it a bath and put my strings on there, yeah, it dude. just it it came alive. And I well, you said when you first yeah. got it, you were I was like, a little oh, I, was oh. I was a little nervous. It had super dead strings, and sure. it was just a you know a little grimy, which you know it's a player. Someone had been playing this guitar. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised if it was toured. Yeah, yeah, the case is
0: nice and beat up, which Ca- is case has a little love not into shitty it, at but all. But it has but the yeah. it
1: still has the original case, candy, the photo, and and that really cool tool that That's so I cool. am super stoked on.
0: Have you messaged the seller? Been like, dude, it's sweet.
1: No, do I don't. Do I never do that.
0: I've had a couple people do it to me, and it's kind of nice.
1: Yeah. But guess, also, I mean, yeah, I might.
0: Yeah, I had to do one of the first guitar.
1: I guess I did ball out on it, so I would feel a little guilty. But I'd be like, dude, I got a great, right. d- great deal I on that guitar. I smoked you on you said, this <laughs>
0: thing. Ha, ha, ha. You know, these are worth <laughs> way more than I paid.
1: Yeah, right, exactly. No, we're you know. We're not. I, no, I, and that's the thing, though, is this, this guitar, uh, sort of like we were talking about, is this idea of a purpose-built rig. This is, this yes. is I got this to serve a purpose. Right. And, and, and obviously, I'm a freaking, we're gear buds. Like, we're, we're going to be... Into new shit, no matter what. This feels extra good because it I'm I get to take it to practice tomorrow. And are you, I, I was going to ask if you guys are playing this week. Yeah, we're yeah, we're playing tomorrow, and so I get to like actually dude. put it into context, and I know what to expect. And I want the full review next oh, episode. You, you yeah. know you're going to get one from me, but Damn I can't stop dude. talking about it because I love it so much. It's so not, it's so, I mean I've been playing the guitar the guitar a lot lately, but it's still always. Nice to just get that extra burst of inspiration. And now I'm just like, my chops are even a little bit better because I've just been like excited to have this new guitar it, in my hands. It
0: truthfully made me feel like a better guitar player.
1: You sounded great. Yeah. Like, really, I know. really <laughs> comfortable on the <laughs> guitar. You've heard me play
0: some guitar over here before, and it's like, oh man, that's uh, I'm going to take that. Back
1: You're from usually you. much more of a banger. You you, you bust out chords. I know you my power chords. Stuff, I, I felt opens. like you were, you were feeling it sounded like, oh, you, were getting, like doodley, ex, you were noodling and getting exploratory. I was. And, and this guitar invites the that. The neck
0: in. really makes you want to play like that.
1: That's freaking awesome. Game set match for. For yeah. the reason I wanted it, so I'm st- that. That's the part that makes I'm still me. I'm stoked for you,
0: man. I think you're gonna. I think yeah. you're gonna be shredding that thing tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and it, you know what? It's the sort of thing too. Or even if I just like only have it for a few years, and just like you know, however long this band lasts again or whatever, sure. I, I may maybe I would sell it, and I and I could definitely. I'll say I could definitely. I'm positive I'll be able to make money yeah. on it. Well,
0: that's rule number one. We never spend too much for
1: stuff. We don't. Anymore. But also, I just I I and I kind of bought it with that in the back of my mind too. But now that it's here, I was like I don't I don't see myself wanting to not have it around. Yeah. Because just it like you said, it's like it's like it's like almost it's almost like a PRS that I don't feel guilty about playing.
0: <laughs> That's a really, really interesting way to look at it. I, I was thinking about it like in the sense that excuse me, in the sense that um if you could build your own Gibson Les Paul. From the ground up, any any yeah. any uh, attributes or features they made that you me want, a signature feature. There would guitar. there would definitely be some some things from this Ex- going exactly, on. exactly yes, which has to make you feel incredible. I that mean, does. That's, that's
1: good. Yeah, wow. That's a, that's a good point. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder what I would what I would do to change it if because they I, you know what I have, I don't think they ever made a modern custom. So if they did mm. like the bound headstock and the blocks, oh
0: dude. But like with that neck profile and stuff, with the sa- that guitar Aww. basically,
1: but just like with the custom appointments because it already has ebony fretboard. Yeah, so it feels you would like just playing have, the you custom. just have to go to block right. inlays and and a, and a tri- and you know, bound headstock qu- quintuple bound or whatever they call it. <laughs> right, uh, th- that's yeah, basically a combination of those two things, and you know maybe like a Ooh. a flamethrower.
0: And I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, if you do decide to get a custom uh, truss rod cover for the top two. Could yeah,
1: it's far. a blank truss rod cover. I think I want. Yeah, I think I want to. I don't know. I don't know what yet. Yeah, so, something. If you, if you, any of you folks have any ideas for us, what yeah. I should put on my truss rod cover? Maybe or I can help you design a vector file. We maybe I put our, to our to faces engraver. on there from f- from the yeah, GearBuzz a little logo. GB
0: on there. Well, little G-Bruce. us holding hands.
1: I'll. I'll just, I would hate to anyone to think that I was a Green Bay Packers fan.
0: Oh yeah, nope. Take it back. We have to change
1: our show's name now. That I realize we have, to that change we have the same the initials name again. We yeah. do from the from the name from the same name as a town. Not even the team, just oh, the town that they reside it's just, in. It's just I can because we're freaking meatballs. I can smell it from here, and that is the perfect place I think for us to rats this. Did Was there anything else you wanted Dude, to talk about? Dude, I'm just I'm guitar? super happy for you. Oh, I, thanks, man.
0: I honestly haven't. I can't remember the last time I played a guitar. A newer guitar, I should add. A new guitar, and yeah. And really felt like, oh, I, I could just sit and play this fucking thing for a
1: while. It's inspirational. Yeah, it's awesome. To it's do, really quiet. So cool. I, it. I want... Uh, well, I guess they do. Fender kind of d- d- does this with the Ultra, which okay. used to be the Elite, and now they have the Ultra. I feel like th- this is this is basically Gibson's yeah. version of the Ultra. Sure, sure. In so many ways.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking awesome. It's super versatile. I, I'm sad it's so dark light. in here, because it got dark while we were it talking, got dark. and I can't really down. admire the finish anymore, but... Uh,
1: I take, you're right, though it does take on a different character in a, oh. in a darker light. It's
0: a, it's like a wine color now.
1: It's a little yeah, really it's a, cool, little, a deep cab. And uh, you know what else is deep? My, my love for you. My love for you, dude. And this conversation is pretty deep and too. The, and this and just doing this show with you. I had so, so much fun today, for that man. man. Thanks came, for in, came in super pumped. Thanks today. for being my gear bud and, and for making this show. I'm Absolutely. doing all the stuff, you, and bro. folks, I know uh, you're probably still hanging around listening. So thank you too for being here because we we do love you and uh, do this for y'all. And if you are one of the dedicated, amazing, lucky few who made it to the end of this episode, why don't you go make some music?